1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
2: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Eric Morris, first year head coach at the University of North Texas, joins us on 365 Sports, Paul Catalina. And I'm David Smoke. Thanks to Taylor Bryan for getting this set up as well. Eric, thank you, Coach Morris, for being a part of the show. What is the identity of your football team right now?
0: Close. <laughs> close. Yeah. Close to, close to uh, being able to pull a lot of these out. And um, so I, I think that um, we're definitely in, in a building stage, building a foundation for, for uh, the future around here. But yeah. Um, you know, we, we got no quit in this. Uh, you know, seeing a lot of resolve. Our guys are fighting for four quarters. And uh, but we're, we're just not consistent enough right now to, uh, to pull out a, a couple of these, and especially moving to the American Conference. You know, it's been better schedule, challenging schedule. Um, but, you know, we're right there, you know, right there with Tulane, right there with Memphis. And I have chances to win, win both of those games at the end. So, uh, so, yeah, we're growing. We're getting better. You know, we got a bunch of good young players that are making plays and growing for us.
1: Did you when you look at what you set expectations for for a season how do you do that as a head coach in your first year
0: Yeah, hard to do, you know. I mean, I think there's a a bunch of unknown and until so you get into uh into battle with these guys and so um yeah, it's just it's been interesting to see it unfold. Um you know, I've learned a lot throughout the course of this year. Um, both good and bad. And so uh, I I think that um you know we we got to, uh we got a long way to go to get to where we want to be and and to compete for for championships at at uh, at this level in this new conference um but you know i i think that um you know we're probably the scariest 3 and 5 team in the in the nation right now and uh but i don't want to be known as that right that that's not mm-hmm. something i want to be known as um i'd, I'd rather Flip the script on that and, um, and and find a way to win some of these games.
2: You have shown some resiliency. I know not quite enough of the Ws in the win loss column. UTSA had the 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 really like heartbreaking loss to Houston. They lost at Tennessee, which of course for you don't Jeff Trader doesn't say that's expected, but Tennessee was better. Army got them, and I think that one still bothers them as much as anything else. What do you see from them because they finally have Frank Harris healthy and back? <laughs>
0: I think you just hit the hit the, uh, nail on the head right there is uh, when you got him at the realm, it's, uh, it's a, it's a really good ball club. And it is anyways. Um, I just thought, you know, just for a kid that's played seven years and seen every defense possible, um, you know, a, a guy that's just done it at a high level for so many years and see the, the growth of Frank, you know, I played against him when we were at UIW early in his career and, and he just nightened. I mean, he, he relied on his athleticism back then a lot more and, He's become more of a complete quarterback now. I mean, just anticipation, um, accuracy, I mean, all those things, just team leadership. So, I mean, I think he makes that team go. Um, you know, although, I mean, obviously they have good football players. I think, you know, their their defense is stout. Is you know, they got really aggressive and, and good front seven. Added some transfers on the back end um, that I think are, are playing at a high level right now. Um, so, an ag- aggressive defense. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, – you know, this is a, a team that just seems like, you know, it seems like Frank's been there forever. Jeff's done a fantastic job of kind of building a culture down there. And, and, you know, they find ways to win. They're gritty. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be a, a, a tough challenge. And I know, you know, this this team um, here that I'm coaching now has had some battles with them the last, you know, five or six years. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't been a part of those. But, uh, but I look forward to uh, to joining in on, on this uh, this game coming up this weekend.
1: Coach, in the new era of college football where, you know, you have a 12-team playoff coming next year, uh, you have the transfer portal available to you uh, in a way that it wasn't uh, before uh, in, in that it, there's a lot, of, a, a lot of opportunity to add talent that you maybe you wouldn't have even gotten a chance to call uh, in the past. You're in Denton, Texas. You've got a great stadium that you play in uh, that is very easy to find, too, by the way. Like, you, I've been there several times, and I, I remember trying to give somebody somebody directions. I said, listen, you will not miss it. You are not going to get lost on your way to this place, which is, uh, in DFW, a great, a great asset to have, uh, plus the recruiting area. For a school like North Texas, you normally couldn't say all these great things because, you know, it was four teams in the playoff and that's it. But in the new era, how much uh, brighter is the future for a school like North Texas?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I think, you know, just with, with us moving to this conference and just, we got to continue to build our, our national brand. And then, you know, we got to make it cool for, for kids to want to come here and come back home to play here, you know, and, and I think a part of that's winning football games and being a part of those, those winning cultures. And so, um, you know, it's something, you know, we didn't go heavy in the portal this last year. Um, got a couple pieces here and there, uh, some guys that, that are playing really well for us right now. Um, but I, I think it's gonna it'll, it'll always be just it, – it'll be a, a heavy dose of both for us. We're going to continue to sign, you know, big high school classes and develop kids. I think this will always be a developmental program. Um, but, you know, we're not going to ignore the portal at all. I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to be able to definitely um, hit the portal after this season and the window coming up and, and be able to find – you know, the one thing that, that's noticeable for me now that we've gotten in this conference is we're a lot smaller than these other teams um, and, and, and that's on both sides of the ball. And so I think, you know, that, that'll be a huge emphasis for us moving forward is, is we got to get bigger, longer bodies um, up here. And it's, it's been super evident, especially as we've gotten into these conference games.
2: Let me ask you this, Eric, is it, is it more important now to rec- recruit your own roster or those who are about to join your roster coming out of high school?
0: yeah same answer there i mean i think it's a it's a heavy heavy dose of both um it just is what it is you know at some point it's going to fickle out just because the fact that you know we had five or six kids that you know left here last year that were all conference Mm -hmm. and and the majority of them aren't playing at all you know we got guys that are all americans here and then and they're going in and they're probably making a little bit of money but you know they're not playing football and um and so I think at some point, you know, kids will start seeing that and, and the opportunity to play, and, and you know, the NFL is going to find you wherever you are. But I think a bunch of people have hurt their chances, you know, that left this program, that, um, that, that we're going to play key parts to this. And and so, you know, I, the, the timing of it, you know, bothers me a little bit, Just the fact that, you know, a kid can go through spring with us and then, you know, a, a bigger school might – have an injury and and come recruit one of our kids off our roster um, for Deb. and so you know I, I I don't I don't think that's a good way to do business, but it is what it is. You know, you better adapt to the times or, or you'll get left behind. So, yeah, I think you know these rosters are so fluid this day and age, and so I think you know you just have to be recruiting more volume of players, both portal and and uh, and high school kids, and your roster, all three, I guess.
1: I was uh, at Big 12 Media Days, I was talking to Chris Pesman, the athletic director at Houston, about this. And he – I mentioned him, I said – and I'm curious because you are in a major metropolitan area. You know, Houston is, Cincinnati is, you know, a lot of schools are. And now with the way that, like I mentioned before, that college football is changing – Schools in metro, ma- major metro areas might have more of an advantage than they realize with the transfer portal, in that you've got kids that might go off to say A and M or Arkansas or something like that, and then be homesick for DFW. Is that an advantage that you guys might have in the transfer portal of being w- one of the big schools in that area?
0: Yeah, you know, but uh, I still think it plays second fiddle to to money, mm-hmm. and so I think I think money's number one, and and that's. Uh, you know the the way a bunch of these guys are able to capitalize on when these kids get in the portal, and and you know people want to say it's not happening. I mean, it's happening at an alarming rate as, as these kids are you know offered a ton of money to go somewhere, and and that's influencing the decision. So, and same thing, I, I don't I don't foresee that going away anytime soon. So, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. You know, we to find a way to combat it and and to be able to. um, to continue to build our roster every year, but, but yeah, I think that, you know, obviously, you know, location has something to do with it. Um, But I I think, you know, like it's been for years, I I think that takes second fiddle to, uh, to people putting some some money in these kids' pockets.
2: Let me ask you, uh, if you don't mind this question, if you're recruiting a player, no matter where he is, and the first thing he brings up to you, the first question he asked you about is NIL. What do you say?
0: Um, yeah, and and I just try to direct that. I mean, we we have a different um, you know party that kind of handles all of the nil sure. function here that I have no affiliation with, and so um, you know just tell them that hey, I there, there's somebody that can answer that question. That like, that's not me. Right. <laughs> I'm I, not I one understand. Yeah, that. I get that disconnect. But, but no, it's it's definitely a turnoff. Like it's not it's not you know I'm I'm a little bit old school still in the fact that. Um, that I believe college football is about, you know, going out with your brothers on Saturdays and, and making plays. Now, am I all four of these kids making some money? Um, absolutely. Like, I'm not against that at all. And, and to be able to, you know, I, I even wish they would do some revenue share stuff with them. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I just – I think that, um, you know, it's, it's quickly becoming a have and have not. But at the same time, you know, people are putting great, together great football rosters of kids that love to play football – and so I think the model's changing. Um, but, too, I mean, on that same note, you're seeing a bunch of people that, you know, have some really talented rosters out there that aren't winning football games. And so, you know, I think it's a little bit of a double-edged sword when you, when you start dealing with all of the components that go in with, you know, these guys making a lot of money.
2: Eric Morris, head football coach at North Texas. They have UTSA coming up this weekend. Uh, You took this job knowing that they had come off a bowl game, but there was a change because UNT wanted something better. Uh, And you took it also knowing that they're about to change conferences and the Americans gotten bigger, better, faster, and stronger. What does that say about you and your competitive desire and and the fire you have in your belly?
0: Yeah. Whenever I lose that fire, I'm I'm definitely going to find something else to do. I mean, I think, I think this, uh, these last four or five weeks has put about 10 years on me so far, just, um, just because I hate losing so much and, and we're so close, but yet we're so far right now. And so, um, you know, just, just the, um, obviously being the leader of this program, just trying to figure out, you know, what, what it is that can get us over the hump right now. And so, um, you know, tirelessly working towards it, our coaches are as well, um, you know, and there's a bunch of things that go into it, as you know, and, and that starts, you know, with with obviously developing our players are here it, it starts with with recruiting um to match the talent level in this conference and um and starts with us just just getting these kids a little bit tougher both physically and mentally and so um so some of these things take time um i'm not a patient individual and so um you know i i, I uh, it bothers me every single day um but yeah we'll, we'll work crazy at it and i think Definitely, with with everything you said, with with our location, with the ability of having the portal there to, to kind of flip a roster. Don't, we don't we don't need much right now. Right, we don't at all. I mean, we got we got some guys that are playing at an extremely high level, and so we need to uh, to continue to get those guys better while we uh, while we add a couple pieces here and there. And 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 I think this thing can flip in a hurry.
2: Uh, Eric, you were at Washington State, and we appreciate your time. I know you got other things to do. You were at Washington State for the one year, just getting a chance to be there—that fan base, Pullman, the program, Dickel—and what what was it like? Um, you think for them when when now they are in a position where they don't know their future? What? How much of a gut punch do you think it is to that program?
0: No, oh, I know how much it is. You know, I, I have a lot of friends there, a lot of kids I recruited there. Um, and so this doesn't seem right, you know, with, with the history of that place, with what they've been able to do, um, you know, just with that town. I mean, it's it's a small blue-collar place that, um, you know, literally shuts down on Saturdays to go watch the Cougs play. I mean, just a, an incredible amount of pride that that university has, that the alumni have, um, and just to think that they're not going to be able to, to play in the Apple Cups anymore, that they're not going to be able to, you know, play with all these Pac-12 schools is, is just I mean it's ludicrous to me I mean I the fact and I think this will all I think here in five to five to seven years I think it'll all flip back when everybody really looks at it and some of this stuff settles down that NCAA tends to have these huge pendulum swings and, and mm-hmm. without without thinking things through and slowly moving towards new models like you know, hey, let's let's not play the players at all, and then oh, okay, here we go. Let's pay them whatever you can afford to pay them, and then hey, let's they can't transfer it all and now. Hey, let's open it up, or they can transfer when they want, and and so like I, I just think that once these pendulum swings happen, everything happens so fast, and then over time, you know, they'll say, hey, this this wasn't a very good idea, and so I think eventually, you know. It'll go back to some regional stuff. Now it might be that that Power Five football breaks off from the NCAA. I could definitely see that happening um, here in the near future. But but yeah, just for a little town that that you know is so unique and and the fans, the spirit there, the the way you walk through, you know airports all over the country recruiting. You get go Cougs. You know it's mm-hmm. just, it's something that that's special about that. And um, and I feel for those guys. It's sad for a great university. Um, to, to be able to think, hey, they're, they're not going to be involved in those games and, and probably going to be in the you know Mountain West here in the near future.
2: Last thing, and I said that before, I just want to make the comment. We saw Lakeridge play against Midway in a game up at the Cotton Bowl a few years back at Lightning, and weather eventually ended that game before halftime. But you got a good one. You know that in Chandler Rogers and what a year he's had.
0: Yeah, he's been a stud. He gives us a chance every game, tough as nails, uh, great competitor. Uh, you know, can beat you with your arm, with his arm, can beat you with his legs, can beat you with his brain. Uh, great combination. So glad, glad we have him on our side right now.
2: Appreciate your honesty and also good luck, Eric. We're rooting for you. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it.
1: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.